This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Hey there, welcome back to So Worth It. I am just cracking up recording this because this is like the third attempt that I've made at recording this today. I keep getting interrupted. Um, And it's just, I swear, every time I try to record a podcast, someone decides to call me and I don't even get that many phone calls. So it's just funny that it always happens when I'm recording. But anyway... As I am recording this, I am standing on my brand new um, treadmill desk type thing. I wouldn't call it exactly a treadmill. I think it's called more of a walking pad and it's because it literally goes up to like four miles an hour or something. It's not fast and it's not like heavy duty. I got like the lowest option that I could find that was compact and had good reviews on Amazon (laughs) and it is game changing. I mean, I'm still finding it a little bit challenging to complete tasks while I'm walking. Um, but in terms of just consuming, like when I have to review things or watch videos or something like that, it's brilliant. I love it. I, I love it. I was debating on how much background you want to hear from me about this (laughs) because I have a tendency to stand or sit at my desk and kind of tense up when I'm thinking. It's just, I don't know what it is. I, and it shifts around too, because I'll sit and be doing some copywriting for a project and I'll be clenching my jaw and not realize it until later in the day when I'm done working and my, you know, my jaw and my teeth are like sore. And I realized, oh my gosh, I was clenching my jaw the whole time. And I don't want to sit at my desk with like a mouthpiece in. (laughs) I feel like that would be, maybe I should, I don't know. But I also get really tense in my hips because if I sit at my desk, which I don't actually do that often, but sometimes, sometimes I do. If I sit at my desk, I will cross my legs and evidently when I'm just focused really hard, I just tense up and I tense like with my legs crossed and then my hips get really sore. My body, I've just learned like really holds on to my stress, I guess. And the more like the more still I am while I work, I think the the worse it is. So I decided to treat myself to a walking pad. It is underneath my desk and now I am forever standing, (laughs) which is okay because once upon a time, someone told me that you should always stand for phone calls and client calls and that sort of thing, or when you're talking on the phone or whatever. And that standing is also better for projecting your voice, which I don't think I need to do to record this podcast, but that has always stayed in the back of my mind that there's something 
about standing that allows us to be more confident and clear and all of the things. So here I am not walking right now because I thought that you might be able to hear that in the background. That would be weird. <laughs> anyway, happy fall. It is officially fall and around here we are like falls in full swing. We've got fall sports going on and we've got Halloween coming up and it's just the crispness in the air and apples and pumpkins and all those things. I just love this time of the year. And I wanted to record this episode about kind of setting up using this month, I guess, to set your, yourself up for success in the coming months, because we're now in Q4. And I recently started um, posting and emailing about making Q4 your biggest, best, greatest quarter of the year, because I know a lot of businesses that do that. I know a lot of businesses that tap into um, holiday promos and, and Cyber Monday, Black Friday, all these kind of things, or maybe they are B2B and lots of business owners love to invest in Q4 because um, it reduces their tax liability, right? Um, it's just that big end of the year push. But I was on a call with some colleagues earlier in the week and I asked them, what is your focus? For Q4 this year, is it to go out with a bang, like have your biggest, you know, quarter yet, or is it more to just like survive through the holidays and or put it on cruise control? And I was actually quite surprised by the response. Only one person in our very small group that was chatting said it was, you know, push push to the end, go big or go home. And the remaining people, I think there were probably like five or six other people on the call said, no, you know what? I want to use October to really set myself up so that I can relax in November and December. And either one of those, whether you find yourself, you know, with the push strong to the end, or you want to put your feet up and relax uh, closer to the holidays, you know, either way is perfect. If that's what you want to do, whichever option for you is perfect for you. Every year it changes for me. Sometimes it's, let's go big, let's go hard. And sometimes it's like, nope, you know what? I'm going to focus on other things. I'm going to, I'm going to step back a little bit and I just want to cruise. And so if you are finding yourself, I feel like I have lots of resources for people who want to push hard to the end, right? You can... You can work with my agency. You can join one of my programs. Um, we can help you push hard to the end. But this episode is actually for the people, for the business owners that are looking to make October the, the setup month for the rest of the year. All right. So I'm going to talk about what you can do this month to make November and December easier so that you can enjoy it without your business going under or without worrying so much about your business. Okay. So here's the first thing that I'm going to recommend, and this is going to sound so obvious and almost silly, but it is number one for a reason. 
okay? And that is block off time on your calendar. And I'm not talking about time to do things on your calendar. I'm talking about time to not do things. See, if you're anything like me, if you don't block off the time, it gets filled with something else. I think many of you are like me. <laughs> that, that's why we are always looking for solutions for um, better ways to do things, right? So what you want to do is look at your November and December and see when, when are you going to be out of town? When are you um, going to have company? When are you going to do your holiday shopping? When do you have um, work dinners? When do you have all of the things? And get those mapped out on your calendar. Not just the things that you plan on attending, but blank space too. Block off blank space. The time that you want to not do anything at all. Maybe that's just time spent visiting or time spent enjoying. Whatever it is, however you picture having a laid back holiday season for yourself, you need to block out time to be able to do that because work can very easily creep in. Other things, other people's agendas, other things and work can very easily creep in there. So block off time on your calendar for November and December. Now, after you've done that, you'll also want to block off time on your calendar in October to do some of the next things that I'm going to recommend you do to prepare for time off in November and December. Okay. And the first thing is getting your lead gen strategy automated. Okay. You got to block off some time to plan for this and implement this. Okay. Now, you know, I have a Facebook ads agency and the number one thing that we do for clients is generate leads. But what a lot of people will do during November and December is pause all of their leads or all of their lead gen strategies, um, including ads because they've been told that it's too expensive or they just don't have the time and energy to put into it during those months, or that's just what taking some time off looks like to them. They think that if you're going to take time off, you have to take time off from that as well. And I want to challenge you to think about your lead gen as a strategy that should always be running in the background, always. And it can be fully automated. Okay. A lot of business owners use organic strategies. So you're doing a lot of organic posting, content creation, that sort of thing. And that's fine but that is very hard to automate unless you have, and it's not even automated if you're delegating, right? Because someone still has to do that. But if you are, um, if you have someone on your team that is repurposing things and posting for you, I suppose that that's one way that you could get it off your plate as long as that content is made in advance, right? But fully automating your lead gen means that you have a method of getting traffic to where you're collecting your leads information. Like I said, we use Facebook ads for that. So Facebook ads can be a really great way of automating this. Whether you are going to batch create content for organic or run Facebook ads or whatever you're going to do, don't turn off your lead gen for November and December. 
It will take a couple months, but it will eventually catch up with you if you pause that. If you stop generating leads now, in two or three months, you will be like, where are all my leads? <laughs> and that's not a place that you want to start 2024 in, right? So put some time on the calendar to sit down and say, how can I automate my lead gen strategy or how can I batch my lead gen strategy? And it should not take you days. In fact, it shouldn't even take you a day. It could seriously take you a couple hours to come up with a way to automate that. Now, the other thing I want you to plan for on your calendar in October is to prepare your emails in advance. So at some point in November and December, you will probably want to sell something, right? Even, I was going to say, even if you're not going to sell something, but I'm going to take that back. I want you to sell something. What is the point of emailing your list? If you, uh, your list of leads that you have probably paid to acquire, <laughs> if you're not going to make any money from your email list, your email list should be a moneymaker. So preparing your promotions in advance and writing those emails, scheduling them out, even if it is every other week has a newsletter and, and, you know, once a month has some type of promotion or offer, it doesn't have to be a ton, but there's only what eight or nine weeks in November and December. That's not a ton of emails to write if you wrote one per week. Okay. And you can use, you can actually not even write these from scratch. If you've done this before, or if you have a promo that you're going to duplicate, go back and look at the emails that you've sent before, mix up those subject lines a little bit, freshen them up. Um, people will not recognize that you're sending them the same emails that they've gotten before. Not unless there's something really, really stand out about it. So for example, if you told just this really funny or dynamic story and it's just like unforgettable, I can think of some that come to mind of emails that I've received that I was like, oh my gosh, that story was so funny. Of course I would remember that if she sent that again, right? Um, or if you used a meme or a GIF or something like that, that was also very memorable in that email. You might want to swap that out, but repurpose things. You don't have to write these from scratch. In fact, if you have someone on your team or, or even using chat GPT or something, you could plug in a previous email and be like, change this <laughs> here, chat GPT, change this to freshen it up, tell a new story or, um, change the call to action or whatever it might be but you don't have to create things from scratch. Okay. And then the next thing that I would block off on your calendar would be fixing automations. So we talked a little bit about automating your lead gen strategy. That would, that might be something new to you. Okay. So that is something that you might have to figure out how to do, but if you have automations in place in your business already, and you have not looked at those recently, or there's been something you've been meaning to automate that you haven't, now is the time to fix those. Because if you're planning on taking off time in November and December, the most annoying thing is to get emails from someone who says, I tried to buy this thing, but I never received it. Hint, because an automation was broken. Or I tried to do this, but I couldn't find, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
right? Because something is broken, okay? That's annoying to you to receive, but think about being on the other side of that. A customer gives you money and then they don't receive the thing. And that is super, super annoying. Or they're trying to buy the thing from you and they can't find how to buy the thing, whatever. There could be many automations that you have in your business for different things or an automation you've always dreamed of having in your business that you have just never taken the time to set up. Now is the time to do that, especially if it's going to help you make money in November and December when you want to work less. Okay. So from customer like onboarding to following up to delivery or fulfillment, all of those things you can look at how to fix your automations. And then one more thing to consider is that during November and December, if you have a team, this one is for you. If you have a team, there are probably projects that you have been putting on the back burner for a long time or projects that you just, they've been ideas, but you haven't gotten around to them. Okay. And sometimes I personally am tempted. I'm like, Oh my gosh, December is going to be so quiet for us because all of our clients are taking time off. So I'm going to fill up that time with some of my projects, but here's the mistake. I don't want to fill up that time with more projects, right? I actually want to use that time for downtime as well. And if you're listening to this episode, because you are like, I'm trying to figure out how to take time off in November and December, you don't want to complete those projects and those back burner items, right? So what I want you to do is think about how can I delegate these to be happening while I am taking time off. So here's a couple examples. I'll give you some examples of projects if you have a team and some examples if you don't have a team. But just know this, you have to be okay with these things being done and give enough detail, obviously, to delegate while you're gone. And then when you come back, the expectation would be, that you approve and give the okay to implement, okay? Or that you implement, all right? So examples of projects. Let's say that, um, you know, automations could be one of these. There's an automation that you want to have fixed, but you don't need to be the person to fix it. You could ask someone on your team to fix it. Um, while you are off in November and December. And if they're not going to, if you don't want them to fix it, fix it, but just come up with the way to fix it, they can create that and then hand it to you when you get back for you to review and approve. Um, Another project might be maybe you need some copywriting done. Maybe you want to revamp a page on your website or a funnel, or maybe you want an opt-in created. You could delegate these things to your team to be working on while you are away. Now, something that you could do if you don't have a team, maybe you've been wanting to have a new logo created for your, for your course or for something or some design work. You could hire someone on Upwork to do that and just give them an extended deadline, um, saying, you know, it's not due until early January or something, right? The key here is that you don't want to be creating projects that you have to follow up on during your time off. You want to create projects that other people can be moving forward for you with very specific guidelines and expectations that you can just review when you get back. I mean, how good would that feel to take time off in November and December 
and know that you're still generating leads. You are still promoting things, right? Because your emails are going out to your list. Your automations are working properly and you have people working on projects that you have not had time to get around to and you are doing less. It sounds amazing, right? I'm thinking maybe I need to reevaluate my goals for November and December because it sounds really good. All right. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I was not going to put a plug in here for anything. I just want to help you move your business in the direction that you want to take it in Q4. But I am going to say this. We are here if you need help with automating your lead gen strategy or if you are that person that's like, you know what? No, I want to go all in in Q4, okay? Then if that is you, I want you to visit jackie-ellis.com slash strategy, and you can book a free call with my team. We will talk ads and marketing and help figure out a solution for you. So thanks for listening to this episode. Till next time, bye for now. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.